Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Welcome to the 49er Faithful UK Big Season Preview Show. Buckle up, everybody keep your hands inside the vehicles at all times and enjoy the ride. I'm Gareth Ellis and joining me on the hype train are Lee Gowland. Hi guys. Najee Kowal. Hello. And Paul Hope. Hi guys. So how are you coping with the growing excitement, gentlemen? It just feel, feels great, baby. <laughs> just still one of Paul's favourite saying. Yeah, it's it's ramping up, isn't it? Can't wait. Um, yeah, let's, let's get into it. Yeah, it, it feels as though it's taking a long time to get here, which most off-seasons do. But yeah, I'm, I'm the same as Nadi, over the moon that's here. Can't wait for the uh, the next 17 weeks. Yeah. 18 weeks, because we have a bye. 18, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, college season started last week, last Saturday, and uh, it, it was uh, it was a good start, so that got me in a good mood. Yeah, for me, I thought it was a good start for Stanford as well. Yeah, well, not not for Oregon, but <laughs> some some crazy game happened, which I happened to watch, which was really good. Yeah. Paul, containing yourself. Well, for everyone listening, Gareth, to think me and Nadji had that scripted, where I didn't do the feels great, baby. So I'm glad Nadji got it in there. Because Neil <laughs> Watson is very happy that we're using that. No, really excited, Gareth. Obviously, planning my days off Just work on the schedule. Um, obviously, we're getting ready for Bears Week and Leeds and. It's just great while well, meaningful football back. I had good morning football on earlier on my lunch break. And just saying to Tracy there, Gareth, we're doing the bold prediction show tonight. Then we're going to be doing a season preview, like a game preview and then game review. And I was writing them all on the calendar. So, man, it's going to be awesome. Absolutely. Totally agree. So let's get this train moving. We've talked a lot about players and the roster over the last few weeks, but pre-season games don't really give much away in terms of our approach or game planning for the new season. We've got a number of new faces, some rookies, some new signings and some second year players likely to take a much bigger role. And we've got some established players who could be in for breakout season and propel themselves to NFL stardom. We've got to really start with the offense. And obviously the biggest change is going to be Trey as our new QB1. How is the offense going to operate? What changes can we expect to see and who is going to shine? Lee, over to you. Right, so that's a lot of questions. Let's start with Trey first and what we can expect. So I, I really hope that we not ex- well, I'm not expecting Trey to be used like he did against the Cardinals in his first game. Run, 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 run. That, that I don't expect that. I expect a lot of uh, decent long passes, open up the defence, make it a lot easier for our running game, um, keep the defence honest. Um, and I think it's going to be exciting to watch, but as we warm into the season, I think we're going to see a lot of errors from Trier as he gets up to speed with their playing full-time again. Um, I think at times it's probably not going to be pretty to watch. It's going to leave a lot of people feeling um, a little bit exasperated because we've been waiting this long to see Trier come in. Um, I don't think it's going to be the uh, the all-singing, all-dancing offence that maybe a lot of people think it's going to be under Trey. So I think we need to temper our expectations a little bit and let them actually get through all those different mistakes, get them out of the system. I think the second half of the season will look better than the first. As far as who I think is going to make an impact, an unexpected impact on offence, I, I think Danny Gray has to be the, the obvious answer there. Danny Gray or Jordan Mason. Um, because the pair of them are rookies. Stop looking at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Danny Gray, with his speed, obviously he, he's going to be the one that's stretching the field. And if Trey is able to hit him in stride, stretching the field, then his stats are going to look phenomenal because he's going to be getting a lot of long passes there. But I'm going to say something that's going to sound strange. I think the biggest part of the offence that's going to have a really good season, a whole season, not just the first half, is um, Brandon Ayuk, and I'm expecting him to absolutely explode this year. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't agree more. Let's um, let's go back to Trey for a second. I think I think people expect a completely different offense to um, to what we've been running uh, with Jimmy in the past, you know, five years. But I I think it's going to be more of the same. We've added extra uh, in the middle. I think it's going to be primarily what we do best, which is try and run the ball 
you know, um, zone read and outside outside zone and that kind of stuff into play action. And then if all that, this, we just add an extra wrinkle, which is maybe Trey will run it. Um, but yeah, I'm, you know, stretching the field sideways and lengthways is what we're going to start looking to do. Um, and yeah, I agree on uh, on the players that you've mentioned. I would also say, after all the noise we've heard about Debo, and even if you know 10% of what's been reported was true, he better come out and he better ball because otherwise, uh, all of this and his new contract is going to look he's going to look ultimately completely stupid. Um, so I expect him to have at least the kind of season he had last year, where we can rely on him to to get us first down and, and long touchdown, uh, you know, whether it's via the run or via the, by the air, you know, it, more yak and, and more stuff like that. And also expect Kittle to, you know, go back to 2019, kind of more of a passing tight end than a blocking tight end. I think with Trey in the center, that's something we can look into a lot more. Um, all right, I, I've got some ball prediction. I'll keep them. I'll see what Paul thinks about the offense as, as a whole, and, and then we can get into it. Uh, I appreciate that, Nadji. I was going to say, Gareth, I agree with Nadji. I don't think we're going to see a much different offence. I think we're going to be run heavy, like what Lee said. It's going to be difficult to know what to expect from Trey. He's been up and down in training camp. All four of us have said that. Um, On one hand, he's reportedly only completed 50% of his passes. On the other side of that, he went into pre-season. You know, he's four for five, 92 yards. That touchdown bomb to Danny Gray, like Lee said, got us all excited. But I agree with Nadji and your explanation of the practice squad, Nadji, went down quite well. And I believe yeah, it will. Of, um, obviously, you've played the game. You're very experienced. You're very knowledgeable. And I did chuckle, Lee, because it's as if I'm still sharing my screen. Because like Nadji, I was like, yep, got that written down. Yep, I've got that written <laughs> down. Yep, I agree with that. I think you're right, Lee. I think Brandon Ayuk is going to be the number one receiver of the team. I also agree with Nadji. I think George Kittle is going to have a great year this year, Nadji. But... I don't think we're going to be seeing Trey coming out and slinging 60-yard bombs all the time. And I think it'll be up and down. We do need to temper the expectations a little bit. And I suppose we'll get to that, um, Gareth, in our bold predictions. But I agree with Nadji. I don't think the offence is going to be much different at this point. I I can see us throwing two, three times long down the field again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is is normal in the NFL, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's just not used when just not used to it. It just won't be every player. That's that's what I was saying. Like Green Bay game we said, oh don't don't we don't want a splashy highlight highlight reel. And then he threw that bomb to Danny Gray and we were like, Oh, this is nice. But it won't be like that all the time. I mean you say that, but every time he played last year he did it. One to Sheffield, one to Debo against Texans. You know, it, it happened at least once a game, and it doesn't happen if you don't try it. So, yeah, I think I think we'll see it, and I think we'll convert maybe more than we think. Uh, so, Gareth, do you do you agree? Do you want to go into ball prediction? Unless you've got anything else to add that we haven't touched on? I actually think the offense is is going to actually look slightly different, and that is a reaction to how defenses are going to line up. Uh, against us uh, we know a, a criticism from from last season was the ease of defenses being able to just defend 20 25 yards of the field uh, and yeah. know that, that, that that deep ball isn't coming I do expect to see early on in the season a few deep bombs on the kind of second and one plays you know where you can just go for it and it's going to have constantly have defenders looking over their shoulders. And I think that's going to create just a lot more space in the middle for the short yardage stuff. And I don't think that the playbook as such is going to be different. But I think Shanahan's options are mm. going to be improved by what plays he can call because the defences are just going to have to set up differently. And I expect him. We know Shanahan likes to pull defences around and give them certain looks and go with certain plays to force them into a position for a play three or four uh, snaps later, which is the one that he's really trying to get to. Uh, and yeah. so I think I, I can see the offense looking a little different in terms of personnel and what the players are doing. I think it's going to be be as you were. And I think the most important thing for Trey is going to be some patience and not force the ball, be happy and trust your defense that if there's nothing there on third and 10, don't throw that interception. Just just walk off the field, 
punt the ball away and let our defence do its job. Uh, and that's what I'm hoping to see in the early part of the season. I think Shanahan will protect him somewhat with uh, with the plays that he calls and he's not going to put too much on his shoulders and Trey needs to do the same just get the ball to Kittle get it to Debo get it to Ayuk get it to Mitchell and let those guys carry the load he just needs to be that kind of cog in the machine he doesn't have to be the the powerhouse that everything goes through uh, so I think the offense will be a bit different but I think more as a response to how defences are going to change the way they look at us. And a great thing to start the season is no one really knows what Trey's going to be like. Yeah. No one knows quite how we're going to use him. They've got some ideas. They can probably make some good guesses. But no one's really got that idea about how do you prepare for Trey Lance and how good is he going to be. So some bold predictions then. Are we ready to uh, stick our necks out? Yeah, let's let's do it. Are we going um, season predictions or player predictions? Sorry, not season uh, predictions. Offense. Let's do offense. All right, go yeah. on there. Offensive players or, or the offensive unit as a whole. Just a full disclaimer for everybody at home or in a car or wherever you are listening to this. We're having fun here. We're definitely not saying all of these are going to happen. It's it's a way for us to kind of poke fun and at each other and, and have a bit of fun with the game. Um there's an element of truth to some of those, but I've, I mean, most of mine are pretty wild. So um, I don't expect half of them to it's, even it's come close. Ambitious, ambitious and bold yeah, predictions. Absolutely. Yeah. Who's first then? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. I've got, I've got one for Danny Gray. Uh, so I wrote down Danny Gray will lead the league in yard per reception. Oh, that's good. Feel free to say if that's not bold enough or too bold, or if you, do you no, agree? No, it's bold enough. I mean, he's a rookie. Yeah, he's a rookie. <laughs> Anybody else got a Danny Gray one? I've got I've got Danny Gray picking up six receiving touchdowns. Oh, nice! I had, good. Se- I had seven Gareth, so I think we've got nibble Nice, nice, nice. Lee, jumping on the Danny Gray train? No, so I'm not going to jump on the Danny Gray train, but I am <laughs> going to stick with wide receivers. I okay. think Brandon Ayuk will have 1,600 receiving yards. Whew! 1,600. That is quite bold. Um, that, that is almost one... twice as highest. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good season now. Um, I had one for Ayuk as well, and I said he will have more touchdown than either Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill. I think, by mm. the end of the season. Very bold. But... That Monte Adams and Tyreek Hill combined. Well, I said all, but let's put and <laughs> and just for the for the laughs. <laughs> Even though that's probably in in the twenties or something like that. <laughs> if they if they're both injured in week one, you could be onto a winner. There. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I've got. Uh, I was struggled, I think, with yardage because I think we've just got so many weapons. But I've got four yeah. players with over one thousand all-purpose yards. That's oh, I, wow. Pickle, Debo, and Mitchell. Wow. That's crazy. Come on, Paul, give us one. Well, I was just about to say, Gareth, this is one of my favourite episodes of the year because we know Nadji's so serious about his football and he just has a <laughs> blast. And I went back and I listened to last year's this afternoon and some of the bold predictions are, are just awesome. I believe that Trey Lance will finish as a top 10 fantasy quarterback, Gareth. Lee was absolutely stunned last night in the 49er Faithful UK Keeper League. I opted to keep Trey Lance over Lamar Jackson. So I'm putting oh, my money yeah. where my mouth is. So, you know, I'm going oh. there. All right, let, let's, hey. let's face it, Paul. Last, last night I drafted two leagues and both of them, when you got the um, the draft report, said I wasn't going to win a single game in either ah. league. To be fair, so what do I, was, I, know? I was setting my keepers last night and there were three out of the four were nailed on. And I was like, Tracy, Trey Lance. And she went, don't say anyone else. 49 of Faithful UK League. And then when I was doing this for today, Nadji, I thought, yeah, I'm going to stick my neck out. He'll finish as a top 10 <laughs> fantasy QB. I think Ayu as the number one receiver in the team. But I think George Kittle leads the team in receiving yards. Like what you said earlier, Nadji, I think we see the Kittle from 2019. I also think Mitchell will finish top five, Gareth, in the whole league for rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice. I've and got I've got a running back one as well, but it's, it's going to contradict that one unless somebody <laughs> has got a Mitchell one before I go, or anybody else. 
Other than uh, other than he is one of my thousand yard all purpose players. Yeah. So I was yeah. going to say I think we'll have three receivers with over one thousand yards receiving. Is, yeah. is that bold? That's fairly bold. Uh, that's pretty yeah, bold. I mean, I mean that's, that's just three three players and Trey Lance is over three thousand already. Or Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo, whoever whoever comes in after week two. <laughs> oh, that, no, that's, a, that's a bold prediction. Actually, I've got I have one for backup QBs as well. <laughs> do you want to do you want to hear my running back one? Go on. Then. Yeah, go. On. Jordan Jordan Mason will start by week nine. Mm. Nice. So you think it should be the lead back because I was yeah. leaning towards that, but I was thinking, is, it, is that after the bye week then? Uh, week nine after uh, the bye week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that might be we might see a change. Obviously, I was high on the Mason trend, but I knew you'd have running back take Nancy, so that's what I've been waiting for. Well, since Paul listened to our ball predictions from last year, you might be able to remind me here. But didn't I say Trio Sermon was going to be the lead running back by by week eight or week nine? <laughs> you did, and you also said that we'd win the Super Bowl and we'd go undefeated. And but I didn't want to bring that up, mate. But now now you've mentioned that we were all high on Trey Sermon last year because we trusted Nancy's judgment and that that's a testament to you and you know that one. But that's true though, like you said, it's a bit of fun. That's where we went. But I think Jordan Mason may outperform Trey Sermon Nancy, so I think you'll be safe there, mate. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. What else have we got, guys? Come on, some bold stuff. I've got one more for the uh, on offense. Yeah, so I've I've got another one on offense as well. Me too. So I think we'll have five Pro Bowlers on offense. Ooh, mm. is that is that on offense? Um, actually, five no, Pro Bowlers. Six, six. I've just looked that by one. That's that's how ball long I've won six. Six. That's insane. So Trent, Trey, Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, and. Mitchell. Juice. Mitchell. Juice. And Juice. Oh, yeah. yeah, nice. Juice nice. is a lock. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Trent is pretty much a lock as well. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I mean, six is, well, I have to bowl pretty, 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 big, pretty big. That's nice. Go on, Paul. Give us your last one. My last one is a bit of a poking fern out. So My favorite. Mine is Trent Williams will be the number one player on the top 100 list. I think he's going to have an awesome season. And I think Ooh. Trey Lance Lee, I'm going to predict 26 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, and 10 rushing touchdowns for our rookie QB. That's where Ooh. I was going to go for my bold prediction. How many Very yards nice. through the air? Very nice. I'm not going for yards in the air because I think that's a bit of a... Come on, a stick, stick it. Stick your neck, so, neck out. Give us a number. It's, it's a bold so prediction. if I say 4,000 yards in the air... That's oh, I think you're being right. conservative. He's going to go for 20,000. That, that's 25,000 <laughs> yards, 50 touchdowns, four no interceptions. 4,500 yards plus. 4,500 yeah, four plus yards. You've got to remember, Jimmy got three rushing touchdowns last year, lads. So the fact I'm going yeah, for 10 shows very bold that I'm going... I've doubled yeah. it and then added some, so... But that would yeah. be better than, than Lamar Jackson, uh, his MVP campaign, I think. I think he had eight that season, eight or nine. So, uh, yeah, nice. Gareth, are you going more on offense? I've got, uh, I'm, I'm a bit more conservative, I think. It's hardly bold on uh, on Trey Lance. I think uh, it's only going to be uh, about 3,500 yards. I've got a little bit less, 22 TDs, uh, 12 ints, and five rushing touchdowns. And I, I think that's because we're just going to lean into that one game and not ask Trey Lance to actually have to throw that much to win games. Fair so enough, I, don't yeah. think it's, I think it's more of an um, uh, indication Prediction. of our run game yeah. rather than yeah. Trey Lance's performance. So more I was just going to say what Nadia was saying. It's not, yeah, it's more of a prediction than a ball prediction. It yeah. is. It is. Yeah. I, it's, I, good, I that, it's good, though. It's good. Right, Okay. Um, Sorry, what, if you think I'm off the charts now, just wait we get the defence. <laughs> <laughs> any more, any more offensive? Uh, I've got, I've got one more because I had to put his name in here, um, and it's that Brock Purdy will lead us to more win than Jimmy. <laughs> that's one to zero. Yep, but still, if he does, if he does two and one, then uh, I still win. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brock Purdy features in my season one, Nadji, and I'll say that later. Mm. Very nice. He's one more then. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a bold prediction. 
Jimmy, Garopp- Jimmy Garoppolo will be traded before the start of the week three games. Oh, that is bold. That's that's in two, in three in two weeks, really, in three two and a half weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is bold. It were injury and then like basically. Yeah. yeah. Please don't leave Neil Watson when it happens, but if it does, blame <laughs> Lee. He was the one that said it. <laughs> well, I think you're going to have to wear sight to his face at the weekend, maybe. So. Yeah. I don't think you can make it down. Oh. Unfortunately, oh. no. He dropped. Uh, he dropped um, a message in Gareth to say that he's gone to the Cardinals game week eighteen. So finances have dictated. But if there's a reason to miss the official meetup, it's to say you're going to have to leave eyes on. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't really complain at that. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's a. It's an acceptable excuse. Certainly more acceptable than my excuse, anyway. Yeah. So are we done on uh, offensive predictions? Should we look at the other side of the ball? Yeah, it's pretty bold. It's been not bad. Okay, so yeah, so defence, a few personnel changes, but I imagine it's going to be much the same, and we're going to be giving some opponents a hard time. What do you expect to see? Let's start with Naji. Yeah, I, I think this one's going to be a fast one. The philosophy hasn't changed, coaching hasn't changed, players not really changed from last year. Um, uh, the big question mark is safeties and, and corners see what Travis Walsh can do um, but yeah it, it starts it starts up front that's what you know Lynch and Shanahan have been since since they arrived it's drafting good very good uh, D-line and putting as much pressure as possible and then everything kind of stems from that uh, we definitely have the potential to be the best defense in the league this year if everything clicks right and Everybody's on the same page, but much more of the same as as last year. We've, you know, hopefully a little bit healthier. You know, Dre Greenlaw lost a bit of time last year, and uh, you know, obviously the year before was even worse. So um, yeah, if we can stay healthy, which isn't a good start with Jimmy Ward, but um, I think yeah, potential is sky high. Um, and definitely looking forward to watch that D line wreck havoc on. Whoever's trying to uh, to be under centre. Paul? Yeah, I think Nadji's right. We're not going to see much of a change. Um, Nadji's man crush, Hafanga, I think he'll play closer to the line of scrimmage, which means we'll probably go a bit more traditional single high cover free, Nadji, like we did under Salah. I think because Hafanga's yeah. shown that he's got more of a ball hawk in him, which is going to be better than Josh Norman. That front seven is going to be awesome. Nick Bosa, I'm sure all of us have got bold predictions for Nick Bosa. So I don't know whether to swoop in and steal a thunder and just say it or but do no, it, I, do it, do it. I think do, Nick yeah. Bosa is going to break the single season sack record. I think he's going to be Ooh. the defensive player of the year. I think he's just going to be unbelievable because of the talent so, we've got on that front seven. Yeah, I'll jump in. I had I had one of, with Bosa as well, a bold prediction, which was uh, that he will break two records this year. Not just the one. Um, could be any. But so which two are you going for then? While we're on I the don't topic? know. Just just two records. Uh, oh, right, sorry. St- two. I think it'll break two of them. Maybe you know fumble recoveries or something like that. But uh, yeah, so it'll wow. it'll break two records. I hope one of them is the sack record because that record is baloney anyway, and it needs to be broken. Yeah, I would probably. I tried to be conservative and then listening to you guys from a year ago, I thought, sod that. So I'm going to stick my neck <laughs> out, Gareth. He's going to break the, the sack record this year and he's going to be the defensive player of the year. So I'll go one better than that. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course, yeah. Because I completely agree with Paul. I'm going to say, so the, the current sack record is 22 and a half sacks. I'm going to say he's going to have 26 sacks. Wow. <laughs> I now, have 24, so that is bold. <laughs> so I'm going to go 26 sacks. That's because you're playing uh, conservative there. You, you, you're just going to edge it over the, uh, the the record. I'm going 26 because this is an extra game, remember? Um, but in relation to that, I also think the team is going to have 73 sacks, which will be a record Hold as well. Yeah, that is a lot of sacks. That was, I mean, just some maths here. Calculator out. Mm. 73 divided by 17. 4.2 per game. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a lot. I'm just that's saying I thought Lee would have gone for five and then Warmack getting a couple of interceptions per game. Oh, no, hang on. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. <laughs> we're, just talking about, we're just talking about Bosa. Yeah, just, just one player. 
I I had slightly less at 65 sacks. Um, and I also right. didn't have Bosa um, getting the record because I think he we're going to have to share them out. I think we're going to have four players with 10 or more sacks. Wow, that would be amazing. That would, yeah, that's would be cool. That's balls. That's that's difficult. It is, uh, and I've also got Bosa scoring three defensive touchdowns. <laughs> like that would be amazing. I love that. Love that. Okay. My my logic is he's going to get double teamed. Somebody else is going to get the strip sacks, and Bosa's just going to be there to to feast on them and scoop them up. Last year we we seemed to be causing loads of fumbles, and we're just never getting the bounce of the ball. I think this yeah, true. Year, year it's going to matter. Um, we that we had so many strip sacks last year, or, or or hitting running backs in the backfield, and just never got the ball. Uh, that's going to turn around this year, and it's uh, uh, I think Bosa's going to feast. I'm still gutted, Gareth. He didn't run that one in against the Panthers. If you go back and watch yeah. that game, he just ran out of gas. I was like, willing him over the line. So, so he's one purely for fun, okay? So we're going to have a goal line stand. Kinlaw is going to intercept a pass into the end zone and he's going to record the slowest ever 100-yard dash <laughs> for a pick six. Against the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing ball prediction i love it yeah love it <laughs> good that's 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 what we'd like to see so should we uh should we move off bosa and the sack crew and maybe look at the secondary oh come on let's yeah we all have we i'm sure we all have a ball predictions for sammy so uh let, let's let's hear it how many how many sacks or picks or everything he's gonna have 15 15, 15 interceptions. It's <laughs> going to break the all-time record that has stood since 1950. Uh, I had one was kind of like, um, oh, that, that's insane. <laughs> 15. Um, as I, I had one which was kind of an NBA one to tie it a little bit, um, and I think he's going to get a double-double. <clears throat> and not a triple-double because it would be insane, but uh, a double-double. So uh, 10 and 10. At least. Over. I went down a slightly different path for Warmack Nadji because I didn't want to steal Lee's Thunder. A bold <laughs> prediction, Gareth, is every time somebody asks Lee about the pick at Leeds, he has to drink a fireball. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even be a kickoff. <laughs> uh, nah, yeah. <laughs> I stayed away from the Warmack because I thought I thought Lee would be would be the one. So I think I think you need to bookmark that one, Gareth. So it's gonna break what how long's that record stood since Lee? Since nineteen fifty, and it was set by a rookie. Oh well. well. Oh, unfortunately for the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Mm. So mm. if Nick Clark is listening, we've got the defensive player of the year in Borsa, we've got the rookie defensive player in the year in Warmack. Have we got any more that we're going to see on that side of the ball? Yeah, I had I had a team one. No, go on, go on, Gareth. Uh, it was a team one. It's 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 yeah. going to sound stupid compared to Leeds now, but I, I reckon as a team we're going to top twenty interceptions, which is a big jump. <laughs> that's a big number. Uh, yeah, that's a big number. I had kind of a team defense one as well, which is that we will uh, we will end up with three All Pro um, by the end of the season. Mm. Is that... So sorry, name them. I'll be Fred, Bosa, and uh, and Uff. <laughs> nice. Mm. Uh, defensive side of the ball. Have we uh, we haven't covered everything, surely? Surely, somebody's got more. Okay, I've got another one then. Um, re- <laughs> Go on then. Re- related again, related to um, something I've already done. So I've said how many pro bowlers on the offensive side of the ball. I may as well do it on defense. I'm going to go six again. Mm. Wow. Twelve pro bowlers. And Twelve pro bowlers. I think statistically, we're going to have the best defense in the history of the NFL. Wow. The beating the 85 Bears is Beating difficult. the 85 Bears. <laughs> That's very difficult to do. They were insanely good. Um, um, to be honest, I mean, in 19... Uh, in 19... In 2019, when we got the Super Bowl, we weren't that far off their stats. Yeah, true. true. We only missed it by a short uh, margin. That's true. But they, they, people didn't score better. that many points. Yeah, but they really didn't allow many points at all, yeah. which is very difficult to do in this day and age. Just different football, isn't it? 
I think we'll have the top defence in the league, like Lee said. I think all pro Fred is going to have an amazing season, Gareth. I think he's going to get four picks, which may not sound very bold, but on the theory of that Warmack's going to have 15, <laughs> I think I'm all right there. <laughs> uh, I had one to kind of uh, to poke fun at my favourite player. Is, uh, um, I think Ufanga is going to have more tackle for losses <clears throat> than, um, sorry, less tackle for losses than the amount of touchdown allowed by Jimmy Ward. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no Man. more. Sorry, yeah, that's what I mean. Earth will have oh, more tackle for losses. Yeah, yeah than um, than Jimmy Ward allowed TD. But it, it doesn't sound like much. But I think Earth will have at least ten tackle for losses. So. I, ju- I just want to quickly clarify to everybody who who's listening to this pod: none of us have had any fireball tonight. <laughs> I'm just no, that out we there. have not. We have not. We have but not. like Nadji said at the start, the disclaimer was good. Nadji, it's a bit of fun. <laughs> I hope yeah. everyone listening is going to do the same. I know you'd put a poll in the group, Lee, about the season win-loss record. So, again, once people listen to this, do hit us up with your own bold predictions. Let yeah, us know just put it. Of hours. Bit yeah, of put in a comment below. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you what, I, I want to hear your most ridiculous, fun bold prediction, yeah, like my yeah, Kinlaw yeah. one. So, something <laughs> like that. That would be fun to listen to, fun to uh, talk about on the next pod, on the preview show. That would be good. Yeah, that would be good. It's be, funny be you said the Kinlo, the, the Kinlo one and not the Sammy Womack one with 15 picks. <laughs> 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 I've been dead serious uh, about that. Dead serious. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. I know you are. I've got, uh, I've got a team team one, uh, on. defensive side of the ball. We're going to shut offences out of the end zone on three games. Oh, wow. So that's limiting them to Pretty field goals or they may score a defensive touchdown or special teams touchdown. But oh, we can offences out of the end zone in three games. Wow. Which offences, which teams? Which, who are we talking about? Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to stick my neck out and go Bears, Panthers, because Mr. Bose is going to enjoy seeing Mr. Mayfield again, and yeah. uh, Falcons. Right, that's the three I looked at there. When you mentioned that, I've got the schedule in front, and I thought, yeah, well, same. those are the only three games where we potentially have a chance of doing that. You could have gone four with the commanders, really. <laughs> well, I don't know because uh, Carson Wentz always always plays well against us. Yeah, he does. That's real. Yeah, let's not revive all that. Game yeah. uh, it's one of those ones. It's a bit bold. It's a bit of fun, but yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I like it. It's like achievable. It. You know, they might kick thirteen field goals or something. <laughs> so, so what are you trying to say, Gareth? It's not achievable for Kinlaw to do a hundred-yard uh, pick-six. Oh, yeah, because you would have to have close time ever. That's, that's <laughs> perfectly achievable. And, and and personally, I would love to see it. It would be epically if they did, like they did against the Bears, you know, when they all crowded around Jimmy and forced him over like a rugby scrum. I've been doing that with Kinlaw, Bosa, Armstead, you know, and they're just slowly moving and people just bouncing off them because they can't tackle them. That, there you go. Lee Gowland called that, everybody. You know, if it's an 80 yard instead of 100, we'll take it. We'll say it counts. Yeah, you haven't kidding not to have five Russian touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Stick him in a jumbo set. Yeah. Well, we played McKinnon at QB a couple of times, didn't we, in the Wildcats set? So don't rule anything out with Carl Shanahan, especially when he put Trent Williams in motion last year. Maybe yeah. we should have put that in our bold prediction. Trent Williams. I was just I was just thinking that a Trent Williams receiving touchdown. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure that's that bold. I think it's it's coming. Uh, any others before my uh, my final defensive prediction? I'm um, I'm out. Lee, yeah. no, I'm done. And Paul, come on, Gareth, you've built the suspension the suspension for this. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, man. It can only be one thing. We're gonna ice a game with a Dante Johnson interception. Oh, nice. But it's quite bold because he's on the practice squad right now. So yeah, <laughs> and it's going to be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I was thinking that as well. Interception in the Bowl. I, I think you might have given away who you think's in the Super Bowl, Lee. We, we'll get no. yeah, I might have. A way to build so, attention. <laughs> I like it, Gareth. I like it. Well done. Offensive and defensive uh, predictions are in. Anything for special teams, lads? 
I've got one. And then I just checked before we came on. I wrote this down a couple of days ago. And it's not actually bold at all <laughs> because uh, because of what we're... But I said uh, we will have more special team touchdown than we've had the entire Shanahan era. Um, I went back and looked. We've had one. We. <laughs> yeah. I've got, so, so I've my... got one, if, if that's okay, Nadji. Taylor yeah, Pepper is going to throw a touchdown. We're going to set for a kick. He's going to... Instead of, you know, the ball's going to come to him. He's going to think, is he running around? He's going to loft a pass into the end zone. That's the ball prediction. Tabor Pepper, if you're listening, you heard it here first, buddy. <laughs> That's really bold considering he's a snapper and he's not technically allowed to. But. I'm just having a bit of fun, you know. Well, that would be bold, wouldn't it, if it happens? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be amazing. They do a, They do send a long snapper to the Pro Bowl, do they? Yeah, yeah, they do, yeah. For that, surely. Yeah. Yeah, he, he could is the make best it. in the league, so he should be there, really, shouldn't he? Mr. Consistent. <laughs> yeah. Friend of the show. Special so team, I, anyone? Yeah, so, yeah, so my bold prediction for special teams is that Nachi's special team bold prediction will come true. <laughs> oh, the infamous Robbie Gold. Um, God, I hope I hope so. I mean, it, it's really not that hard. It's, it's two touchdowns. <laughs> And we and we will exceed how many we've uh, we've ever scored on on special team. It would be good two touchdowns. Special um, so special teams. I'm going to say we're going to have three returns for touchdowns, but I'm not going to say whether or not the punt returns or kickoff returns. I can't. Just, That's just, fine. Yeah, three returns for a touchdown. Three is good. Three is difficult to do. It's bold. Have you got any bold predictions for special teams? I have. I've got one in a, in a similar, very similar to Lee, but I think we're going to score three touchdowns on special teams when we're the kicking team. We're going to all punt returners. They're going to spill balls, and it's going to be scoop and score. Or nice. potentially blocked field goals, blocked punts, that sort of thing. So I reckon we're, we're, we're going to get... Uh, uh, no, well, that's a different side of the ball, isn't it? So, yeah, three, three yeah. wrong kick. All right. Nice. Thank you. Feels great, baby. <laughs> so, should we uh, should we take a look at the uh, schedule? We have sure. a bye week in week nine, conveniently placed for us to start looking at the early part of the season first, where we face the Bears, Seahawks, Broncos, Rams, Panthers, Falcons, Chiefs, and the Rams again. Nothing's really won by this point of the season, but could certainly be lost. How do you think this early part of the season is going to pan out? Paul, kick us off. I think we're going to go seven and one in this stretch. I had looked at the games earlier, so we said bold. I've got my Lee Gowland optimism hat on, but yeah, I think Rose seven did glasses. Rose did glasses, yeah. I think we lose well, week three against the Broncos, Gareth. I think uh, Russell Wilson's still a thorn outside. I've got a couple of Broncos fans who I know, Nanji, who will take great pleasure, but let them have the flowers week three, because I, I think after that we'll be all right. But I think seven and one, Gareth, is my prediction for that opening stretch. Mm-hmm. Nedgy? Uh I'm counting because I did the whole uh, prediction, and this isn't—we're not going bold anymore, are we? We just want to, because obviously, otherwise, we're, we're no, we no, we go bold. We go seventeen and zero. Eight and zero, yeah, seventeen and zero is the boldest you can go. Um, realistically, though, I think I think we'll we will have lost three games by then. So what's that? That's uh, f- five oh, and three. Mm. Yeah, five and three. So. Um, yeah, I think I think unfortunately we lose against the Broncos. Um, I, I hate to say it, but he's just got a knack to play well against us. Uh, we'll split the Rams and and probably lose against the Chiefs. I would imagine. Um, that's that's my call anyway so far. Uh, we should win Bears, Seahawks, Panthers, and Falcons. Otherwise, we're in trouble. Uh, I mm. think. So that's interesting because I'm splitting both Paul and Nadji there. Um, same as Nadji, I think we'll get beat by the Broncos. I think we'll split the game against the Rams, and I think we'll end the uh, the first eight six and two. Okay, I think we can beat the Chiefs. I just I do because it's at home. It's at Levi's. Yeah, I, my home's right. My home's in our secondary. I just something uh, something oh, I don't much like about improved it. secondary. Well, Jimmy Ward might be back by then, so. Yeah, I'm not. Just, I'm, I'm yeah, not, go on, Gareth. 
too bold. Maybe I'm just preparing myself for the roller coaster and thinking of last year and, and how Trey Lance is going to bed in uh, uh, and not to panic. I think we'll uh, we'll either be four and four or five and three. Uh, and I think there will be potentially a couple of possibly quite ugly games in there. I'm actually going to have us losing both games to the Rams uh, and the Chiefs. Ooh, like but I've, I've got us beating the Broncos. That's good. You always uh, you always predict that we lose against the Falcons, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure you always do. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, Mariota doesn't fill me with much uh, uh, terror. Yeah, that's true. So, we pick up the season in Week 10 with the Chargers, then a trip to Mexico to face the Cardinals, followed by oh, yeah. the Saints, Dolphins, Buccaneers, Seahawks, Commodores, Raiders, and finishing the season at home to the Cardinals. This is the part of the season where it's all at stake. How is the back end going to look? Let's start with Lee. So I'm going six and three. And I'm going for maybe a couple of surprising defeats. Um, so we'll start that second stretch with a defeat against the Chargers. That's not the surprising one. The surprising two defeats will come in the last two games of the season um, on the road against um, the Raiders and against the Cardinals. Cardinals is at home. Yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry. I meant on the road against the Raiders and the game against oh, the Cardinals, not on yeah. the road against the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, I uh, kind of had the same, okay, what did I say, five and three? Uh, so, yeah, uh, I had the same same as you, us losing three games. Uh, I think Chargers losing one of the Cardinals game. And uh, what was the last one? Uh, I think we'll struggle against the Saints. Um, I'm not sure about the rest. I think their defense is very, very good and could pose problem for a young QB. So uh, that's us free. Uh, but there's some there's some banana skin on there, and the Dolphins they know our schemes, you know, mm. that kind of that kind of stuff that can. Uh, and we're just always bad against the Cardinals for some reason. Uh, so let's hope we can at least split. Uh, I would hope. Paul, I agree with Lee. I think it's six and three. I also think we lose to the Chargers. I think we lose to either the Dolphins or the Buccaneers. So if we beat the Dolphins, I think we lose the Buccaneers. That, I'm mm-hmm. not sure of them too. And this is where I linked in earlier. Brock Purdy starts week 18 because we've already qualified. We're already in the playoffs. And I think yeah. we get beat by the Cardinals because it's our second string. But Brock Purdy has a game to the ages for Nadji. Now I'm joking. I'm just think, I think Brock Purdy will be the QB for that game. So I have those as the three That's losses. Crazy. Um, so I'll let you do the math I think maybe my overall season predictions are a little bit more bolder than the other chaps but 6-3 and three in that stretch for me Yeah, I've got, I've got a 6-3 and three as well and I think uh, uh, much the same as the rest of you I think it might well be I've got Chargers, Bucks and I've actually got the Raiders having to go uh, oh. uh, on the road at the Raiders because they are going to be fighting for their life in that division at that point and I can see that being potentially a bit of a banana skin after a tough uh, part of the season. Um, so, w- where does that leave us on the final season record, lads? Can you do your uh, own? Uh, yeah. So yeah. I am twelve and five. I'm eleven and six. And I'm thirteen and four. Ooh, that's good. I, <laughs> I also am eleven and six at the end. Uh, and the big question, of course, is: Do we make the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. I mean, let's face it. Realistically, we are going seventeen and all. <laughs> There it is. That's what we've been waiting for. 20 and 0. So at the business end of the season, how do you think the NFC West as a whole is going to look? Niners, Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks. I got Rams, us, Cardinals, Seahawks. I just think they're going to win more games, but they'll they'll probably lose their first uh, playoff game and we'll win the Super Bowl. So it doesn't matter. Put, uh, um, I'm, I'm with Nadji on this one. I think uh, Rams, Rams, Niners, Cardinals, Seahawks. Mm. So at the business end of the season, it will be time to announce the division winners and the wild card teams. Without going into too much of it, lads, who do you think you've got? Let's start in the AFC East. Bills. Bills. I can't see anyone else winning the division but them. Lee. Yeah, it's got to be the Bills. Nobody uh, else Bill, can win that one. Bills yeah. for me as well. Uh, AFC North? I've got Steelers. I don't know why. I just... Uh, it's got to be the Bengals again. 
yeah, Bengals for me. Yeah, I'm leaning towards the Bengals. I think they're going to do well again this season. Is is why the Steelers are going to win it because uh, Trubisky is going to hurt himself week one. Jimmy's going to get traded to Pittsburgh, and they're going to be very good. Ooh, that, that's quite bold. Uh, AFC South. I've got the Colts. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, Colts. So I think I'm going to go for a bit of a bold prediction here. Mm. I think it's going to be the Jags. Oh, what? I mean, I love Trevor Lawrence, but oh, that fast that around, I'm not sure. But yeah, I like it. I'm going with the Titans purely, Gareth, because I've got a good friend who's a Titans fan. That's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, a tough one to call, the AFC West. Uh, it's easy to call. It's just in Herbert all the way. Chargers win it. Yeah, completely agree with that. Chargers. I want the Chargers to win because there's a Broncos fan who's just emerged from the woodwork who's taken great delight, Gareth, and given me a lot of stick about Trey Lance. So, yeah, I'm on. <laughs> I'm with Dadji, Justin Herbert for me, the Chargers. I, I, I can't see beyond the Chiefs. Uh, yes, right. yeah. Uh, wildcard teams, three runners up from the AFC. Stick your neck out. I'm oh. going to do Broncos, Chargers, and Titans. Uh, Dolphins, Patriots, and oh, Titans. I've got Dolphins, Ravens, and Patriots. Mm. Oof. I'm going to go Patriots, Chiefs, Chief Wildcard, and Colts. Oh, okay. Mm. Disagreement. Well, there we go. We'll it's funny that we all have patri- patriots. Well, some of us have. It's, <laughs> we really need them to start stinking a bit. <laughs> Change our perception. <laughs> so looking back at the uh, NFC, let's start with the East. Uh, I've got the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles. I'm not giving it to the Cowboys. No. Yeah, Eagles. Eagles have got... Yeah, I'm excited to see them play. It should be a fun team to watch. Yeah, I'm going the Eagles. I've got a Washington friend and I've got a Cowboys friend, so the banter with them is quite good, so I'm going to go the Eagles. Lee? I'm going to go the Cowboys. Oh, <laughs> boo! It was the boos. <laughs> yes, Nadji, get in booed. There you go. <laughs> uh, okay, NFC North. I've got the Packers. Yeah, I'm, going Va- I'm going Vikings. Hmm. Yeah, I'm joining Naji. I'm going Vikings as well. I'm going Packers, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and finally, NFC South. But Saints. Oh. Um, I believe uh, the it's just because of Tom Brady. Yeah, that's why I've gone Saints. I think he's checked out. I, I think he, I'm not sure he's, he wants to play anymore. Yeah, I think I want to go Saints as well. Mm. And your uh, uh, final wild cards in the NFC. Eagles, Rams, and the Packers. Mm. I'm going to say Lions, Buccaneers, and uh, Cardinals. I'll go with Lions as well because I've enjoyed hard knocks. Uh, I think the Saints and I'm trying to think of another one. I'm going to be bold just because he'll be listening. I'm going to say the Cowboys because my friend's a Cowboys fan. He thinks they're going to win everything, but I'll let them sneak in the playoffs <laughs> just so we can beat them again. Boo. <laughs> I've you got, can't uh, boo because we're going to beat them. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I've got the Niners, Saints and Cowboys as the wildcard teams. So we know who's going to be, or at least we think we know who's going to be in the postseason. Going to stick your necks out. Who's going to make it to the championship games? Who's in the last four? What are those matchups? Bills, Chargers, 49ers, and Cowboys. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, I yeah, I agree with you. Um, Bills, Chargers, uh, 49ers, and Eagles. Yeah, I've got the Bills, Chargers because I'd love to see that matchup. I'm going to mm. go 49ers Packers purely because I want to beat Aaron Rodgers again so I can send me a text <laughs> and say it's 5-0 and, and it's another <laughs> NFC Championship win, Gareth. So there you go. I've got uh, Bills, Chiefs and Niners, Rams. Oh, again. Mm. So there's only one game left. 
Super Bowl predictions, including score and MVP. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, 49ers, Chargers. Uh, Niners win 24-21. And Debo is the MVP. Mm. Who's next? I'll go next. 49ers, Chiefs. We get our revenge. Nick Bosa isn't held. And we win 27-24 with a last-second field goal from Robbie Gold. Nice. Who's MVP? Trey Lance, just because it'll give yeah. me ammunition, Nadji, for everyone who's hit at me up on Twitter for the 49er <laughs> for UK account. Those are non-49er. 49er fans have been quite good. It's the non-49er fans. But, yeah, yeah. I think the winning team always gets a QB, so Trey Lance for me, and we're going to beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Lee? 49ers, Chargers, 49ers win, 31-28, MVP, as Paul's mentioned. It's going to be Trey Lance. So, just down to me then. I... Sorry, did I say Trey Lance? I meant Brock Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hang on. No, no. Don't I meant Jimmy. Off. Feels great, baby. Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, I have got uh, Niners, Chiefs, and it's going to be that grudge match, and I think it is going to be a 35 to 22 victory with Nick Bosa as MVP. Wow. Nice. That's, that would be cool. Blowout as well, kind of. That's why it's Nick Bosa. Yeah. Fair that enough. said, if it is a Niners Chiefs and the score's 20 to 10 to the 49ers, we may all have a slight flashback, Gareth, but yeah, I'll hope for the end the sure. outcome will be different. Yeah. I've got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I have no recollection of such an event ever happening I like it I like it so there we are well done lads you've made it all the way through to the end and there are some pretty bold predictions in there uh, well done for sticking your necks out for uh, uh, possible glory or ridicule um, only the NFL season will tell us anything you'd like to add before we wrap it all up no can't wait can't wait football's back Oh, it's going to be so much fun Let's have some fun, guys. It's football. Can't wait. I just wanted to say, Gareth, a huge thank you to everyone in the group. The interaction over the last couple of weeks has been amazing to see. Really excited for Leeds. Love doing the shows with you guys. I love the fact that we've got meaningful football to talk about and preparing for tonight. And it's just, like I said on the last show, Najim, so looking forward to meeting you in person. I've met yeah, yes, person. I've met Gareth. So, yeah, I'm just excited, Gareth, that football's here. But wanted to say a massive thank you. The group interaction has been amazing. And yeah. we just, Lee put a poll out earlier. People are jumping on it. I put a tweet out before we come on asking for people's scores because not everyone's on Facebook. And our group's just going from strength to strength. And it's just amazing to see. I just want to say thank you. Yeah, good chat. Yeah, well said, Paul. Well said, indeed. So on that, thanks to everyone who listens to the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and check out the 49er Faithful YouTube channel. We'll be back very soon with the Bears week one preview game. And I cannot wait. Hope you guys all enjoy uh, um, a week ahead, uh, entertaining yourselves, however you see fit. But it's the last week. We've gone through the last Sunday without football. Yep. So it, if everyone's ready for the NFL season, let's go Niners. Go Niners. Feels great, baby. Bang, bang, Nana gang. We love the San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff far going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget.